Sometimes you cannot pray for yourself because you don't have the strength. Somebody that's got strength. Let me grab hold to the hands of somebody that can reach heaven in their prayers. Let me grab hold of somebody's hands that can intercede on behalf of this burden and this yoke. All these afflictions and troubles that I'm carrying. Because in the end, yeah. 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 it's you, Jesus, yeah. 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 that I endeavor to know. Amen. Let us go before the Lord, dear Heavenly Father. Lord, we want to tell you thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. As we touch and agree together, you know what we need, Heavenly Father. You know the desires of our heart. You know the longing that we seek in your will, Heavenly Father. Oh, Holy Ghost, we invite you right now in our presence that the burdens that we are carrying, the troubles, the afflictions, the chains that God has bound, Lord, the yokes that all all of this and they may be destroyed, Jesus. That your anointing power may fall down on us. That we may cry, Abba, Father. That we may lift up our voice and stretch our hands out unto you, Lord Jesus. For it is you who is our refuge. It is you, Jesus, who is our strength. Lord, we need you today, right now, Lord. Come on, let me say, Lord, I need you right now. Lord, I need you right now. Come right here, Heavenly Father. Right now, Holy Ghost, stretch your hands out upon us right now. And breathe the breath of life in every soul that comes to the doors today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on and put your hands together for the Lord. of the hour for your people today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Believe in my spirit in my heart and in the word of God. Look at the book of Daniel. Chapter number three. In verse number one. Now we are all familiar with the story of what they call the three Hebrew boys. Yes, 
But that story is really true in every single person's life in here today. Because there's going to be a time in your life if you're not going through it right now. That you are going to have to have a made up mind to decide whether I will be completely devoted. So as we read in Daniel chapter number three and verse number one, it reads, Nebuchadnezzar, king made an image of gold whose height was 90 feet high and the breadth or the width thereof was nine feet wide. He set up this image in the plain of Nura in the priest province of Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar the king sent together together the princes, governors, captains, judges, treasurers, counselors, sheriffs, and all the rulers of the provinces come to the dedication of the image which Nebuchadnezzar the king has set up. Now one thing about Nebuchadnezzar was he was a ruthless leader. Many times when he would conquer a country, he only wanted the best of the people. He left the poor people behind. And he took the scholars and the teachers and, and, and those that had high status in society, everybody else he left behind. So Nebuchadnezzar was not just any old king. He had a strategic plan, strategy of how he would conquer these nations. So in the time of his reign, he was very feared among many nations. So he had conquered the Jewish people and he decided that he was going to make a statue 90 feet high and 9 feet wide. Because what he did was he allowed the nations that he captured, he allowed those people to continue to worship their God. As long as you worship your God within the parameters that I set up, you go ahead and worship whoever you want to worship. Amen, somebody. Amen. But sooner or later, he had to conquer the people of the one true high God. Right. 
So sooner later he it was inevitable that he would come to a group that even though I'm going to let you worship your God as long as it's under the parameters of my dictation he did not know that he would come to a group that was totally devoted to their God that said I will not bow down unto you. So he went on to make this 90 foot high statue made of gold 9 feet wide and gathered all the high people Verse number three, the princes, governors, captains, judges, treasurers, counselors, sheriffs, all the rulers of the provinces were gathered together unto the dedication of the image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. And they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Being in Herod who was one who was to cry out. Cried aloud and said to you, it is commanded. Oh, people. Nations. Languages. Because he had conquered so many different nations and so many languages that at one time you hear the sound of the cornet. Flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, dulcimer, and all kinds of music, you fall down and you worship. Yes, Lord. Golden image that Nebuchadnezzar, the king, has set up. Then he went on to say that whosoever uh -huh. falleth not down. Right and worship this image that's been set up for you to worship. Doesn't matter what, what gods you worship. I'm going to set up an image 90 feet high and 9 feet wide that Regardless of who you worship, this is one for sure that you must worship. And if you don't worship this image, the same hour, I'm going to throw you in the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. Verse number seven goes on and says, Therefore, at the time when all the people heard the sound of the coin, Flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and all kinds of music. It says all the people. All the nations. All the languages fell down and worshipped the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Wherefore, at that time, certain Chaldeans, 
came near and accused the Jews. Spake, said to the king Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. Thou, O king, you made a decree that every man that shall hear the sound of the cornet, sound of the flute, the sound of the harp, sound of the sackbut, the sound of the psaltery, sound of the dulcimer, and the sound of all kinds of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. You also made a decree that whoso falleth not down and worship that image, that he, that very same hour, should be cast, thank you, Jesus, into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. Oh, King, I need you to know there are certain Jews, verse number 12, whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach. Meshach and Abednego but before their names were Shadrach Meshach and Abednego those were pagan names that they had given
See, you must understand that they had a made-up mind. All right. They were completely devoted. Their names, their Hebrew names, showed the true character of what was truly down on the inside. Y'all hear what I'm saying here? And many times we call ourselves a Christian. Oh, I feel like the Holy Ghost here. But down on the inside, our character does not qualify us to be called a Christian. Because we are not completely devoted to serving Jesus Christ. But Hananiah, the Lord shows grace. Mishael, who is like God, and Azariah, the Lord helps. So Nebuchadnezzar, in his rage and in his fury, managed to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king, and Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach? Is it true, O Meshach, and is it true, O Abednego, do not you serve my gods. Do not you worship the golden image which I have set up. Now if you be ready, at what time you hear the sound of the cornice, sound of the flute, the sound of the harp, the sound of the sackcloth, the sound of the psaltery, the sound of the dustbox, and the sound of all kinds of music, I want you to fall down and worship the image which I, Nebuchadnezzar, had made. Then you'll do it. I'm going to give you another opportunity. To worship. The way I'm going to tell you how to worship. But know one thing that if you worship not. You shall be cast the same hour into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my huh? Who is that God that shall deliver you out of my Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. But if it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery and not only will he deliver us from the burning fiery furnace he will also deliver us out of your hand O king but just in case he don't I need you to understand this thing as well if he don't deliver 
O King Nebuchadnezzar. Then be it known unto your king that we still will not serve your God. Come hell or high water, we serve God and God alone. I don't care. Amen. If he don't deliver us, if he do, it don't matter. We still not going to serve your God. That's right. Nor will we worship the golden image which you have set. Because down in my heart, my mind is made up. I have a made up mind that I am completely devoted. I like if I had a text for this morning. My text would be a made up mind. I am completely devoted to serving Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. And Jesus Christ alone. Look to your neighbor and say, I am completely devoted. Look to your neighbor and say, my mind is made up. Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury. The form of his bitches was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. He did not look at them the same way that he did because he realized that throughout all the nations, the people and the languages that I've conquered, even though I allowed them to serve their God, they still had to serve their God, amen, and he still had to serve me. But I finally ran into a group that was going to stand up against me. Amen, somebody. Is this a group that will stand up against the devil? Amen, somebody. Is this a group that will stand up against your problems? Amen. Is this a group that will stand up against everything that's going wrong in your life and say, my mind is made up. I'm completely devoted to serving Jesus no matter how it seems. Is this a group in here today? He spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace seven times. That's God's complete number, just in case you didn't know. <laughs> More than it want to be heated. Because these three Hebrew boys that I tried to give the name of Shadrach, servant of sin, Meshach, servant of sin, and Abednego, servant of Nebo, who was a Babylonian false god of literature and science. I didn't know who they really was. <laughs> I didn't know that Meshach or Hananiah, I didn't know that the name meant the Lord showed grace. I didn't know Michelle, which the name meant, who is like God. I didn't know Azariah, which the name means the Lord helps. I'm about to get a handful for messing with these three. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
just some chumps, but the most mighty men that were in his army to bind. Good God from glory. Feel like teaching here. What do Come in. Uh-huh. Come on up here. Notice. Come here. I need three brothers. So he said, uh, what I want y'all to do is I want y'all to bind these three Hebrews that won't bow down to worship Uh-huh. Bind them. Amen. Now I need you to cast him into that burning, fiery furnace. So he threw him on in the furnace. These three men were bound in the coats, bound in the hosen, bound their hats, the other garments. They threw everything that they had into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. Nebuchadnezzar thought, since you won't bow down to me, I'm going to burn you to hell. <laughs> Amen, somebody. Amen. I'm going to burn you to hell. I'm going to burn you to hell fire. Come on, somebody. Come on, Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent, and the furnace was exceedingly hot because he told them, turn it up seven more times. They didn't have time to wait around. What does you do? Do it quickly. And the furnace, and seated hot, the flame of the fire, slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the same ones that bound them and put them in there. They got caught up in the fire themselves. Here go Hananiah. The Lord shows grace. Here go Meshach, who is like God. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Here go Azariah. The Lord helped. He didn't know that God was already with him before he threw him in the fire. Amen, somebody. See, you got to understand God is already with you. Before the enemy tries to throw you in the fire, God is already with me. There's nothing that you can do. Shadrach, Meshach, Benedict, fell down. 
same fiery furnace. Amen, somebody. Amen. Nebuchadnezzar thought he already had it. Amen. But then Nebuchadnezzar, the king was astonished. Come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. And rose up quickly in haste and spake unto his counselors. Did not we cast three men bound? Come here, man. No, y'all see nothing. Come on around there. Came forth out, came forth out of the midst 
He was one that feared God. And he turned away from evil. There were born unto him seven sons, three daughters. His substance was 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 sheep asses, and a very great household, so that this man was the greatest of all the men of the East. The sons went and they had a feast in the houses, everyone his day. They sent and called for three sisters to eat and drink with them. It was so when the days of their feasting were gone about that Job sent and sanctified them, rose up early in the morning and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, it may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. So you as a parent must be like Job and show deep spiritual concern for your children Amen. by praying for them. All right. Amen, Amen somebody. Amen. By asking God to forgive them. Asking God to protect them. Asking God to help them. Amen. That was a ritual. And every time they had that feast, Job would come and sanctify them and pray just in case they had sinned against God. That's why many of us is in church today. Just like. Right. Right. Amen, somebody. Because Mama was praying for them. Y'all want to hear what I'm saying? I'm not in church because I was good. I'm in church because Mama lifted up her voice and cried out and said, Lord, save them. Amen.
Here comes lightning falling from heaven, burning up all your sheep, burning up your servants, consume them. And I am the only one that escaped to tell you. And still, so while he was still speaking, here comes somebody else. Wow. My Lord. He said, the child is. <coughs> Made out three bands, fell upon the camels and stole them. Killed your servants. And I am the only one to tell you. While he was yet speaking, here come another one. <laughs> you talking about all the problems that you got. <laughs> come on, man. Amen, somebody. Amen. See, sometimes you're going to have one problem. Amen. And while you're in the midst of that one problem, here come another one. Mm. Now instead of saying, Lord, why me? Believe the Bible says that in everything. Start giving thanks to God while I'm in this problem. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, somebody. Notice he said, your sons, your daughters were eating, drinking wine in your oldest, in the oldest brother's house. And behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness, smote the four corners of the house, and it fell upon the young men. They are dead, and I am the only one that's escaped to tell you. So Job rent his mantle, shaved his head, fell to the ground, and he still worshiped God. Come on, somebody. In the midst of losing all that he had, he still worshiped God. Why? Because my mind is made up. I came in the world with nothing. I'm going out in the world with nothing. I'm still going to be completely devoted to Jesus Christ, no matter what. The Lord gave it to me, and the Lord take it away. And blessed still be the name of the Lord, amen. And in all this, Job did not sin, nor did he charge God foolishly. Lord, why me, amen. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? I want you to understand one thing about it. When God takes something, no, when the devil takes something away from you, God gives it back, and he don't just give you back what he gives you. He gives you back double, amen. God gave Job back a double increase.
skin for skin. And all that the man hath. Will he give us for his life? Put forth your hand upon him, Lord, and touch his bone and his flesh. In other words, take away his health. Um, I done took everything that he got. You're still talking about he's completely devoted to you, Lord, but take away his health. I guarantee you, he'll come to your face. And the Lord said to say, behold, he's in your hand. But don't touch his hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord and smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his foot. The very top of his head, head, he completely covered him with boils. And Job took a pot shirt that was a piece of a broken pot. So here, he had all these boils and took a piece of broken pottery and started scraping himself. Sat down among the ashes. Then said his wife, Do you still retain your integrity? The Lord has allowed all this to happen. Satan has taken all this stuff away from you. Smote you with boils. Do you still maintain your integrity? You need to curse God and die. But what do you say, y'all? But he said unto her, Thou speaking as I had told one of the foolish women's people. What shall we receive good at the hand of God? And shall not we receive evil? 